Welcome to Diva Talk Radio Studio D, an insider's view of diabetes news and information beyond the headlines. Here's your host, Mr. Diva Bettis. Hello, Divas and Dudes. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio Studio D. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedick. And joining me today is the former trainer of TV's Biggest Loser, nutritionist, and the author of Your Body, Your Life, The Beautiful and Very Fit, Kim Lyons. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thank you. Great intro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are. I'm looking at you. So you're a California girl? I am. 100% California-grown girl. I actually grew up military, so uh, moved all over the place, but California is my roots. So do you think that California is, so my brother lives in San Diego, I live in San Francisco, that's a climate that's really conducive to wanting to do outdoor activity. Do you think that makes it easier for people trying to get in shape? It definitely makes a difference. I mean, let's face it, we run around half naked all the time. Um, So I think any sunny climates or beach environments are more prone to, it's it's just, it's in your face. You know, it's like you can't hide underneath all folks' clothes, the beaches are there. And it is a motivation. People want to look good. They do, and I feel like the more you move, the better you feel. But a lot of times when you're dealing with people with diabetes, and I know you train people with diabetes, uh, they are adverse to working out, so they don't know what an endorphin is. So how would you motivate someone who's never worked out to wanting to get that? You know, I think the most important thing is to find out what they're, why, why they want to work out. You know, what is it? What motivates them to move? And everybody's motivation is totally different. It's so wrong for somebody to say, well, you should be motivated for this, 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 and this. Um, people have different motivations, whether it's grandkids, whether it is to fit into the greatest pair of jeans, which is my least favorite motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be physical. It should be about something internal. And I really push people to find that within themselves, what motivates them to want to live a long, healthy life. So is a health goal a good motivator? Like, obviously, someone with diabetes wanting to get their numbers down, uh, wanting to have, you know, just in general have better diabetes control, you would recommend that as a goal for around fitness or no? I'm not sure I know the question. Well, I'm just, you're talking about goals. I'm trying to think of, like, what would be a good health goal? Or are they, do they make better fitness goals or reasons for someone being motivated yeah, to exercise? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, imagine if you have a grandkid and you want to be able to go to the park and be active with your grandson or your granddaughter. It's really hard when you're not comfortable moving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's absolutely fitness-related. Now, I want to talk about The Biggest Loser, but I want to, first I want to talk about the people who aren't on The Biggest Loser, because a lot of times people have an injury, and then suddenly they have a weight gain, and I, everyone on The Biggest Loser pretty much could move pretty freely, and so what do you think of someone who might be chair-bound, who is also obese, and wanting to um, slim down, because I haven't seen that on that show before. You know, the biggest thing is don't focus on what you can't do. Focus on what you can do. Mm-hmm. And I think people tend to give up in general. If there's one thing they can't do, they just say, oh, forget it all, and they give up. And that's just such the wrong mentality. If you have a full body cast and you cannot move a single muscle in your body, well, then you better eat perfect. And instead of saying, well, I can't exercise, so I'm just going to sit here and eat clean. Um, instead go, wow, I can't move, so I need to make sure that I make up for that in what I'm eating. And eating healthy, clean food instead. Now, um, I actually had a client that had two broken legs. And during that time frame, instead of focusing on what she can't do with her legs, we made some killer upper body workouts. She came to the gym, same time, three days a week, just like she did before she broke her leg, and we worked out with her upper body. So, again, that's a perfect example of not focusing on what you can't do, but focus on what you can. And uh, her, her attitude 
costume and everything stayed absolutely amazing through the whole process. I love that. We just did a whole thing on women's upper bodies and the idea that women carry around 10 to 20 pounds in their purse, but when they go to gym, they work out with two to Two pounds weight, right? Uh, oh, so will you yo. help us out here? So if you start working out tomorrow, would you bulk up like Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, 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 no. Women, listen to me out there. Grab some weight up and up, seriously. Um, your body's not going to change until you challenge it. One of my biggest pet peeves is exactly what you just said. I see women in the gym with these little, tiny, itty-bitty, ridiculous weights that shouldn't even be there, and they can do 50 reps. And then they put them down, and it's like, okay, I exercise. No, you didn't. You did not challenge your body. Your body responds when, it can, when it's being asked to do something that it can't do. So that's when you get stronger. So I always tell people, you know, pick up a weight that is challenging, but not obviously something that's going to hurt you. But by the time you get to that eight breath, you should not want to do anymore. And then you should do three or four more, and it triggers your body to go, oh, okay, I need to get stronger. And by no means are you going to look like Arnold. I mean, this is a radio show, so people can't see me, but I've right. been lifting heavy. Yeah, you do not look like Arnold. upper body <laughs> for years. I mean, and I don't get, you know, women don't have the hormonal makeup to get bulky. No, thank you for telling her. Listen to that, Diva, when you're looking at dumbbells. Now, <laughs> all right, you said you had a military background, so that seems like it fits in with the biggest loser because those workouts are grueling. Oh, brutal. What is that about? Like, is the schedule so tight? I mean, you guys are so pushing them all the time. That's the only thing that sometimes bothers me because I enjoy fitness, and it looks like everyone there is just in sheer agony working out. Well, okay, let's, let's break it down. It's reality TV, which means it's going to be as far from reality as possible. Um, it's drama, you know, and it's, it's absolutely absurd for anybody to think that that show is realistic. We take people 100% out of their setting. They have no phones, no TV, no family, no work, no nothing, nothing to worry about other than exercise and nutrition and trainers yelling at them. And then all the drama that comes into place, I mean, of course, they're exhausted from the exercise. They're overwhelmed because they, they miss their family. And everything is new and everything is different. And then all of a sudden, now they're on like crazy restricted calories. So they're cranky. So there's drama, absolutely. But um, it's, it's not realistic. It really isn't. It's meant to be inspiring and show you how far you can push the human body. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, the results are amazing what some people are able to accomplish. And I do like the idea that they start partnering people together because right. I'm sure you believe oh, totally. in having a workout partner. Do you feel that way? Absolutely. I mean, everybody works out differently. Um, like, I personally, I prefer to work out without a partner. But there are those days when I'm like, oh, gosh, I just need to go do something fun with friends. And that's when I'll call someone up and say, hey, let's do a spin class together. Let's go for a hike together. Or let's do this or that other. But um, it's important for people to challenge themselves how they work best, but at the same time, always have a support system there, always, some sort. And now when you're dealing with people living with diabetes and you're training them, what are some of the keys you want, we should tell the listeners who might you've worked with so many over the years? Like, what have you seen as some of the pros and cons to it? Well, first of all, exercise is so beneficial whether you have diabetes or not. It does to me as a trainer. Whether you have diabetes is relevant. People should be exercising, period, no matter what your condition is, any disease, anything. You should be moving your body. Um, and it's, it's extra important for people with diabetes because you have that need to make sure that you keep your blood sugar stable. Um, I always, always recommend that people check with their doctors first and learn their own body. Don't look for other people to tell you how your body works. You're the only one that can constantly test your blood sugar, find out what your, where your numbers are, and find out what's working and what's not working. And, you know, people get so fascinated by video games and numbers. Make your own little video game out of yourself with those numbers. Chart them, write them down, and master it. 
Wow, I think that's great advice. Now, you have a couple of videos people could go watch you on, so tell us a little bit of what sites they could see some of your videos and, and, and find out more about your book. Definitely. Um, you can go to diabetespainhealth.com. If you're just starting out, there's great exercises on there um, that literally absolutely anybody can do. Just realistic tips like using water bottles for weight and stuff. Very, very simplistic uh, things that, like I said, anybody can do. And then uh, you can also go to kimlyons.com, and um, I have a wealth of information on there. And, uh, you know, you can find videos. You can find everything. Just uh, go to that hub source, kimlyons.com. All right. And what was your favorite memory from working on The Biggest Loser? You know, this is um, this is something I get this question a lot. But the most powerful moment for me was I walked onto the set one day, and everybody was in tears, like they always are. And all I could think of was, crap, what did the producers plant today that makes my life miserable. And I thought it was going to be some silly drama, and it turned out that um, all of my people had got their medical results back. And this was a month and a half into the show, and they had been 100% in my care. And all of their cholesterol, pre-diabetes, blood pressure, medications, everything had gone down for the better. They had gotten healthier. And that was the first time in my life that I got to see in black and white that I was saving lives. Yeah, that's and, incredible. you know, before that, I was always to say, oh, I'm just a trainer, you know, I'm just a trainer. But this time, I mean, it, it was like just such a smack of face. I was like, cow, I'm saving people's lives here. This is powerful. So that was something that, that did change my life. I love it. Well, thank you for joining us. And Divas and Dudes, we're out of time, but I want to remind you that you can listen to Studio D anytime because it's on demand. And I'd like to thank my special guest, Kim Lyons. Thank, thank you, Kim. Thank you very much for having me. And visit our blog, Facebook group, and fan pages, and check us out on divabag.org. Remember, every diva, every dude has an entourage, and I'm so proud to be part of yours. On behalf of Divabag's Diva Talk Radio, let's get happy and stay healthy together. Diva Talk Radio Studio D is produced by the national nonprofit Divabetic. Providing wellness with a world for people living with and affected by diabetes. Good morning, angels. Good morning, Charlie. Divabetic Angels of Outreach, yours truly, Mr. Divabetic, and more this month on Diva Talk Radio. The next time someone calls diabetes a touch of sugar, remember the bitter truth. Diabetes and its complications are deadly. Inspired by Luther Vandross, my late friend and boss. And my loving son. Divabetic helps people living with or at risk of diabetes to take charge like a diva. Disciplined, informed, visible, and active. On the web and in your community, visit us to make over your diabetes. Thank you.